Oh, we're going to do intro first. Intro first. Intro first. Intro. Howdy, howdy. This is Chris Erickson. And Cassidy Lewis. We are both born and raised here in North County, San Diego. We're dads, we're husbands, and we're both realtors. And this podcast is all about the people, the places, and the stories around North County. Thanks for tuning in to North County Now. Welcome back, my friends. Another edition of North County Now, episode 205. We're coming into the two hundos now. We have a special guest. I'm going to introduce him here in a sec. He's been, I think, your three-time returning champ here on on the the North County Now podcast. He's been on Craft Coast. I don't even remember the name of our first podcast. I think it was Craft Coast. We hit up the Avocado Groves. Now we are in a new studio. We got the puppies running around, but we got Mr. Josh Harmio on the uh, ones and twos tonight. So pretty big Padre fan. Hey, my man. We're going to get into the little, it's, I'm just going to call it the Padres episode because that's mostly what it's going to be about. Uh, tis the season. Yeah. Opening day starts tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday, the 29th. Isn't open day tomorrow? Tomorrow. It's the 30th? 30th. Perfect. So it is. I thought it, for some reason I thought it was the first, but my dates are just off a little bit. Okay. So we're good. We are good there. So we're going to get into the little Padres talk, uh, get in the top ballparks that, uh, top MLB ballparks. Petco scores pretty high, by the way. Yep. Yeah. We got some, um, kind of the lineups, but projected lineups. Some of the dudes I need to know because I don't really know. Did you go to spring training uh, this year? I uh, hit one game spring training. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go to that too. We're going to jump into that. We're the little world baseball classic. You still have season tickets too? Still got them. All right. Yeah. We're going to get into all that. So. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, guys. As always, episode is sponsored by the Beach Life Group, our crew right here in North County, San Diego. Not a real estate podcast, but. We are real estate agents. So hit us up if you guys need anything. Hello at North County CA. Usually Cassidy does our real estate minute. What's our real estate minute? Oh, well, let's go. <laughs> let's start with, uh, why don't, let's start with this. Why don't you tell me? What okay. do we got going on, man? I got it. I got it. So we're out. Yeah. It's just, uh, same story as always, guys. No inventory right now. It's pretty low, but people are still out and about looking. We got, we got plenty of clients out. We got some things going right now. I was out showing some places in, where was it? Uh, so it was a $600,000 range, two bed, two baths. We hit Vista. We hit some San Marcos. We were supposed to hit Oceanside. We didn't go. So that's like your your price range for that. Two bed, two bath. It's getting up there, man. The, the prices. Uh, my brother's looking right now. He's like, I don't know. It's it's kind of nuts. So I've seen a few pop up in your neighborhood. Yeah. It's going one, pretty well. So One right here across the street. We actually saw Cass was floating around there a oh, couple yeah. months back. I think it just sold. Um and I think that one was, I don't know, somewhere in the low nines. Yeah. Which is yeah. just mind blowing. Not too just shabby. Mind blowing. Yeah. So we'll see how it shapes up. Interest rates. I'm going to give you your interest rate, your mortgage minute, mortgage news daily, up and down, ups and downs, and more ups and downs right now. 6.61. So it is, uh, I don't know, six and a half. Seems like it's been a good little spot lately. So, anyways, how was the weekend? Weekend's good. You know, it's, uh, it seems like the sun only wants to come out for the weekends yeah. this time of the year. It does. Somehow, but it makes it nice. You know, we've been picking up, like coaching over there at San Marcos still, doing the JV baseball. And um, all of our Tuesday, Wednesday games have been canceled out midweek yeah. just because yeah. of the weather. And you guys make those up later or are they just like done? Lately, it's been taken up to Saturdays, yeah. which is kind of fun, yeah. fun or not. But um, 
you know, we're making the best of it. We're having a good time with the season. So we've been doing that on my Saturdays as of now. Um, and then we jump into the league and we have games Monday, Wednesday, Fridays coming up here shortly. And it looks like the weather's clearing up a little bit. So. Yeah. Finally getting into like San Diego. We've had like our clients who were out. We're like, yeah, it's not usually like this guys. Like it's no. been raining for weeks. It's been, I just made a video today about like the sinkholes over and the cliffs falling off in Encinitas. It's been, 78, man. That's yeah. I didn't realize how much was actually did, like, did the, you drive by that? Thing? I drove by it. What was I doing? I was over in Vista the other day, kind of going through the back way. And then I was like, oh, I'll jump on the 78 yeah. and cruise on over. And, uh, was blown away yeah. by, I mean, it's probably what, three, four exits long yeah. of just it's closures? A long, yeah. I, I thought like sinkhole, they're like, oh, it's just, we're going to close down like, you know, one exit maybe. Yeah. And I cruised on, you start on Vista Way, it turns into 78 and it's like one exit up, closed, boom, keep going, two exits, three exits. And it's just like tractors and I don't know, I don't even know what they're doing, but I mean- I couldn't imagine. I just felt bad for all the people on the other side. Oh, who didn't know what they were getting into and pigeonholed getting <laughs> off of like Civic Center or whatever that was over there. Just I don't think it was that far, but that whole side road. It was like oh. some article I saw was like those Oceanside businesses right there. There's like a bagel shop up there, and there's a few other little spots up there. They're getting like some new new people cruising in because nobody is you know or, or nobody's even known about it. But now they have to get off that exit, and they're like, "Dude, I just sat in like an hour of traffic. Like I'm hungry. I need to grab something." So they're like exploring the little businesses right there so those businesses are getting a little pop but there you go man yeah like somebody i posted it the other day i was just like you know still a ton of work going on you know and somebody another agent was like uh thanks for posting that i was just thinking about going there and it was backed up if you wait till that last exit it's like a mile back and there's one little exit row and then you're on the side roads forever yeah dude that was uh i I have my buddies uh his wife teaches in the carlsbad school district and she's over like kind of on the more west side of the Carlsbad. Mm-hmm. And she said to him, she goes, you know, it's real obvious all of a sudden which kids live out of district. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show up a little bit later, <laughs> later in the day where you're like, oh, wow, oh, the 78 was backed up. Like, yeah. Oh, the what? What did, what did we jump on the 78 for? Yeah, where are you coming from? <laughs> <laughs> so throwing them under the bus a little bit there. <laughs> I don't think they listen, so we're good. Uh, hey, school, good school districts around here. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, to get ex- exactly. Hold on, I'm getting a little feedback here. All right, I'm just going to unplug you. You're good. Okay. Don't need those anymore. I hear you. When I hear the, have my headphones on, you're like right in my ear. It's nice. Go. I kind of hear you like real close. Like but when we were roommates. Yeah. We were sleeping. <laughs> we about, did. We were sleeping. We were. I, you were in apart. my ear. <laughs> well, I was sleeping right, right next to you basically in my own bed though. Uh, so you're, base, you're coaching baseball, JB, yep. over at San Marcos. You were just telling me before you hopped on. How is baseball going? You said varsity's struggling a little bit. Your JV coach. Yep. How long have you been doing that, by the way? Um, overall, eight years of coaching. Nice. Um, took long? a little hiatus. Yeah. yeah. I did two years of freshman ball. Yeah. Back like 2011, 12. Um, took a year or two off while I was working over at La Costa for a little bit and then uh, jumped back on it. And now I've been doing JV for six. Maybe this is my seventh, possibly. Awesome. I don't know. It's all blended in. But, you know, when the kids start coming back from college and you remember coaching them their sophomore years. Yeah. And now there's sophomores like, and juniors in college. You start realizing it's been a little bit of time. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool having <laughs> them some come, years. It's cool having them come back though, and you know, um, kind of talking to our kids a little bit about yeah. what you know what it's like up there and doing the college stuff. We got a kid over at San Diego State right now. Um, there we got two kids that are playing for Notre Dame. Sick. Uh, one's the starting shortstop. One's a backup catcher. He was over at Stanford and he just transferred over there for his COVID year. Um, so it's cool. Did man. they both play together here? They both played together here. Yeah, they were nice. part of the CIF teams that we had in 16, I believe it was. 
Um, and just amazing kids, yeah. you know, as far as just over, I mean, obviously you don't get into Notre Dame or Stanford, regardless of just baseball, you got to have some academic and some stuff, but, mm-hmm. uh, just really cool kids. And so to see them out there and doing that, and we've got one kid, I think still finishing up his senior year at, uh, U of A nice. as well. So putting out some good, some good baseball talent. Where's the good baseball schools right now? College wise, college wise, you know, you're looking at Stanford, Stanford's yeah. always top. Yeah. They're up there, Tennessee is usually up there. Um, you got the Texas schools. Um, Vanderbilt has been kind of showing its way around for a little bit as far as pitching wise and whatnot. Um, you know, you got a couple sneaky little Florida teams yeah. in there or whatnot. So yeah, there's so many teams out there. You got a lot. Uh, San Diego State's kind of stepping up their program a little bit. UCSD and USD are a little bit struggling, but on the up and coming. Yeah. And, you know, they got some really good coaches over there that are starting to redevelop the program a little bit and starting to really reach out and get a lot more local talent. Um, which is really cool to see is a lot of more of these local kids kind of getting the chance to play around here into some of these actual D one schools and whatnot, which is fun. Yeah. So. Going local is always, always awesome. Getting away is good too, but yeah, staying, staying you know, right around here, build up a little program. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know Palmer just for football, they, they had a good football program for a while. A lot of kids went over there, mm-hmm. you know, from San Marcos and all around here. Um, what league is San Marcos? Is it, so it was, Palomar League forever. It was Palomar for a while. Um, they all change up so much, but I think yeah. it's now called the Coastal Coastal, Coastal League. I've not even heard of that one. Um, I knew, I knew no, it's, Palomar, I knew Avocado, and then, uh, yeah. Coastal. Yeah, it's all different now. Um, yeah. Our league is our league's tough, man. We've yeah. got us, uh, Poway, then you step up to the Rancho Bernardo, yeah. Torrey Pines, uh, Carlsbad, and and then us in that one. So, that, I mean, that, that's, you know, five six of the top schools in the county before you start going down south a little bit and talking about the Granite Hills and the um, Grossmonts. Who's usually top up North County? Like who's, who's like the up here, you know, La Costa, La Costa carries go. Oh, and La Costa's in our division too. Yeah. Um, La Costa carries, you know, some pretty good stout over yeah. there. They got really good pitching and the past couple of years, they've had some really good pitching. Um, so they carry that there. Uh, Torrey Pines is usually out there throwing well and doing whatnot. Their field is, it's a real tricky one. Yeah. As a team to go in and play into. Um, why is that? It's bigger field. You know, I mean, we kind of play in a little, they call it like a little arena field over here at San Marcos. It's a little smaller. Yeah. We've got the big monster wall and stuff, but we is get it out still, there. yeah. The monster wall is hitting onto like San Marcos Boulevard. Yeah. Straight over there, okay. straight into the, towards the retirement home yeah. over there. So um, I remember, yeah, I remember like Terry Moritz used to hit bombs. Like it's, <laughs> it's fun to watch. Yeah. Like it really is. Like when you see someone get a hold of one and it clears that, that road and then gets over to like the westbound San Marcos Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Those are good shots. <laughs> um, but once you get over tour, you got that coastal breeze yeah. up on top of the hill there. Um, it's a bigger, bigger ballpark. And, you know, just overall, that's always been a really good program. Mm-hmm. Um, so two in the uh, San Diego Union High School District. That's that's two LCC and, and Torrey Pines. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, they're just consistent. They got a lot of youth program stuff going up through there. Um, but overall, just always been solid power horses. Yeah. You know, luckily we've been able to. Sneak, sneak our name in there the past couple of years. Um, Jeff Dufek's done a great job of just kind of redeveloping the program over the past few years over at San Marcos. And yeah. Really getting the kids ready for that next level, um, whether it be JC, whether it be, you know. You get them ready for the for the varsity and then exactly. it takes over ship from there. Them out, ship them up there and then just kind of, that's what it's all about, is just kind of getting them ready for that next next step in life. And even the ones that don't go out to play baseball, um, just kind of what we're teaching on the field is stuff yeah. that's more life lesson stuff as well, as far as working hard and ethic and all that good stuff. I know. I came in with my coach Chris bag and it was like, I coached Lincoln's T-ball. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that was a lot of work. <laughs> 
like, I mean, that would be a lot. Like, of, I think that'd be a lot of work for me too. I think that outworks <laughs> what I have to do. I, I don't know, think. but your age, like then that's when they start kind of becoming like, you know, little men and they're like kind of, I mean, maybe they're a little more, uh, I don't know. I guess you tell me, are they a little more, uh, you know, uh, coachable at that point? Kind of like you tell me what to do, or, I mean, I'm sure you have all kinds of, all kinds of different yeah. kids. I think the JV level is fun because you know, you have the kids that are talented, yeah. obviously that have just been able to get away with talent yeah. being athletic. Um, but they start realizing that at that level, everything's kind of taken a step up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just three good kids on a team. Usually the teams that you're playing are all pretty good. Yeah. And so them just being big and strong or being fast on the bases don't necessarily get them to the success that they want. So they start kind of opening their ears a little bit more. Yeah. Um, especially when we start inter squatting with the varsity guys and they realize like, Oh, like this is actually a next level baseball. Yeah. Um, so they start to kind of see that they need a little bit more of that coaching to get them to that next level and they can't just get away with just pure athleticism. Um, so that's fun. But again, like you said, I mean, JV, you're just getting your driver's license. Yeah. Right. You're just starting to really date. Yeah. You're starting to kind of do all those things in life. It's a fun. (laughs) And you know, for me, I'm really open with the kids. You know, I, I don't mind letting them know kind of who I was at that age. Um, and that way they could kind of get an idea of, not seeing me as just an old, old guy, Yeah, <laughs> you know, the People, old guy, it feels like we were just there. Like, but I, mean, I guess we are old guys now. Like now my kids call me old man. So like, I mean, like, are you him. noticing how many more people like, young people are calling you sir yeah. around like a lot. wait we're equals right i'm no. like wait a second like i'm still a dude i'm still <laughs> like i'm still like let me hang out a little bit right but you know we are kind of at that age but yeah getting to be, getting to be around them all the time and they still throw me a little bit a little bit of love yeah you know the other day one of them hey coach you got that drip i was like that drip what's what are you talking about he's like those shoes like what are you wearing and i i bought new balances i didn't know new balances were cool now that's dad's shoes for sure but the kids like them like they're like new i mean they were skater new balances yeah but uh but the kids liked them and apparently i got some drip so i don't know they're keeping me keeping me young i guess dude showing them some style (laughs) it's what like i I watch my nephews too and they're like going like the going back to kind of like the you know 90s ish style like kind of funky and weird and you know like baggy baggy, yeah a little baggy yeah (laughs) i kind of dig it you know full circle took what 90 yeah about 40 35 years 40 30 30 for 35 years i think my math is right yeah so it's weird to think if you do like the age jumps right like you know when we were seven so let's just say seven or so Mm -hmm. that was 20 so 20 years from when we were seven was that 1965 yeah. <laughs> you know you think about that and you're like wow that's long and then you go like 20 something years from when we were there at that age and you're like oh that's us here yeah yeah like it's just as it's weird as you start kind of putting those numbers together a little bit of just it's, what was really going on yeah and i guess you just you're still in your same brains but you're like you know you have your memories and you're like yeah i don't feel like that far off from there but yeah, you're like 30 years off from there. 30 exactly. <laughs> it's quite it's a lot of time, man. Yeah, all of a sudden That's a third of a life right there. All of a sudden I'm reading like these books <laughs> and I'm understanding timelines yeah. a lot more. And I have a lot more respect from a for from just a timeline in general where even if they're talking about like 1870s, mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, really that wasn't that long ago." No, it wasn't. It's you like know? It's like four grandpas ago, you know? <laughs> that's and that's not that long. And so it's I mean, it's really crazy to oh, think man. about. But a lot of fun. A that's lot of good. fun getting good, there. Good. And you guys you're saying you're uh, undefeated seven and one or seven oh and one seven oh and one we had we had to do a little one of those tie things yeah. um just because the daylight we got cut short a little bit against the saints um we just took two from the costa from jv level did uh so yeah seven wins uh no losses and a tie we go in 
we've got next week off, but for anybody listening, we've got some really good baseball from the varsity level. Uh, it's called the Lions Tournament. So it's a big San Diego tournament. Some schools come in from outside of San Diego. Every once in a while, you get some schools from Oregon, from Texas, whatnot. Um, and they basically play a huge tournament Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with the championship games on Thursday um, all around San Diego County. Nice. So, so you just rotate fields? They rotate fields. Yeah, we'll be down, um, I think, Spring Valley one game. We'll be down at Granite Hills one game. We'll be up at San Marcos, I think, on Tuesday. Um, but I'm sure if there's a, there has to be a Lions, Lions tournament yeah. uh, website yeah. out there. But just great baseball. You know, I mean, it was just last year, I believe, um, when we were playing against Marcelo, who ended up going getting drafted by the Red Sox. Um, we played against him down at Grossmont um, for the playoffs. And so you've really seen a high caliber level of baseball uh, from any of these kids that are playing out around here. And to be able to get a tournament like that, catch a couple games a day, um, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, they've been going for a while. I was just looking. twenty. Yeah, just go to lionsbaseball.org. It's the same one founded by Mike Morrow and Lee Cassie, 1951, the San Diego Downtown Lions High School. Yep. Baseball tournament's oldest and largest high school tourney in, and then dot, 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 and then went to a different screen. So I can't figure out the rest of that, but it's been around for a while. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it has. <laughs> and, you know, holds a little dear to my heart. We won, won the Lions tournament back in 2002. Nice. With uh, our boys uh, when we were playing. So, you know, it's always a fun one to go out there. And like I said, just a lot of good, good baseball going on. So they start, what is that coming up? This coming up Monday here? Yeah, this coming That'll up Monday. April 3rd. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Watching some ball. Championship on uh, Thursday based on, you know, to be determined on that location nice. and whatnot. Awesome. Very cool. And then your other, so my weekend, we went to, uh, besides the showings and stuff, went to the Erickson's house, which is my folks. You've been there. You oh, know I that love, house pretty I well. I love <laughs> I saw that picture of you guys in your state stuff. And yeah. every time it just brings a big old smile to my face. Yeah. We were talking a little state basketball before this, which we get into here. And, uh, it was a, you know, a little brunch, a little hanging, little, little family time. It was always, always good. And, uh, watch a little Creighton versus San Diego state basketball. Uh, elite eight. Was that what it was? It was elite eight. Yeah. That one was, was that the eight or the 16? Yeah. Against Creighton. That was Elite Eight. That was eight. That say. was the last game? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was Saturday. Yeah. That was Saturday. They played on Saturday. I was nervous. Or no, no, that- Sunday. Sorry. They played on Sunday. Yeah, because they played Friday. Sunday. And then I watched the first half of the Sunday or Friday game uh, in the office and then went to Rosati's over in um, over in Encinitas and got to watch the second half. And it was, <laughs> I don't know, some fans are not great. There was state fans in front of me and they were just definitely these guys were golfing and they were kind of like blacked out and like, you know, whatever, like didn't kind of know what was going on. This guy was an old dude and just, oh, because it was a tight game. It was, you know, it was like, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And it was just like, uh, that's when they beat Alabama and it was just He's, oh, the the refs suck. The ref, you know. Oh, come on, guy. Oh, Brian Dutcher talk calling our coach out, and so just the whole time he's just bitching about you know everything, everything. It, and it was, even though it was a tight game, it was fun. I was just sitting kind of in the back against the wall, watching the game. I was like, all right, you know, I'm just having a good time watching the second half. And then they end up winning. And then the old guy who was complaining the whole time, he goes, I believe, and nobody said anything. He's like, oh, these guys aren't even really state fans. They're like, dude. 
get out of here, man. Like <laughs> I, I almost said, you know, did the whole chant with him, but I was like, no, I didn't like your attitude. Yeah, so he, I'm out, dude. He's out. I'm not going to do it. But, um, you got to watch the other one. You were doing some, some insulation for a uh, little flooring insulation. Yep. You know, some hus- <laughs> husband duty called and it just so happens, you know, to call during the, uh, <laughs> Elite Eight, <laughs> uh, once in a lifetime or a first time in a lifetime mm-hmm. game for state. Yeah, uh, watching history. Yeah, that's basically was it. Yeah. But did a little floor install at the yeah. wife's salon. Over, yeah, she's give over. her a shout out. What's her? Yeah, what's so her salon? Her salon is. She's not taking any clients right now, guys. But that's what she says. But I'm sure uh, <laughs> if you tell her I sent you, she might sneak you in there. Um, so she's over at that uh, world. What is it? World Salons, yeah, I believe, right mm-hmm. over there in um, in Encinitas. Yep, there, right by the new, what is that place called? Uh, Wine and More. Yep. Uh, so she's over there. Her studio is Studio One O One, like one zero one. Um, she crushes it, man. She does a amazing job. Uh, with her with her hair, she does extensions. She does. She does men's cuts. You know, she cuts my hair, which is a blessing in disguise to set up my little thing in the garage. Do you have to go in or you got it out here? It's half and half. Okay. You know, I'll go in there and support. And, you know, when I'm really getting a full cut, she likes to do it in there. But we definitely take advantage of the, the garage. Salon um, World Suites. There Salon World Suites. Yep. There you go. Salon World Suites. 1022 North El Camino Real in Encinitas. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that, those little, that idea is great. Yeah. Whoever came up with that of just throwing in a bunch of really talented people in the same general general business you know yep. you got massage therapy you got um hey buddy we got you the got pup the, coming up the, he's on the podcast too yep <laughs> lots in there um you know but you got it all you got you got your nails you got your massage you got your botox you got it all within this little area yeah you have a little coffee shop in there it's i mean it's a genius business plan um, I think I've looked up coffee shops in Anthony just trying to figure out like you know like just some content stuff and and I, I think it's that one inside of there yeah. it's it's like I don't even know the name of it, but it's like, and it pops up inside of a building. I'm like, what is that? So that's, <laughs> that's what it. it is. It's coffee shop it's inside there. And okay. technically, I think it's supposedly just for you know the clients, yeah, to go in there yeah. and kind of while yeah, they're well, processing they're, they're or whatever. But, so. but if they're brought, I mean, if they're if they're showing it out there for everybody to come on <laughs> in and you know, go check it, it, out. it was on Google last time I checked. There you go. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I was in there and you know I had had the volume up on the Alexa speaker and had my little YouTube TV mm-hmm. bumping on my phone and. Probably took us a little bit longer to get the floor installed because the game was going on, but um, was able to you know kill two birds with one stone, and it was yeah. an amazing game. It I was. definitely I, I missed I, I I definitely think it was a foul, yeah. um, but I missed the call during the game. It was yeah. so quick, yeah, and it was such a like little low little. And you shove. usually don't see that at, at the end of a game. You just like they play on. Yep. But the dude, yeah, he definitely grabbed his hip and pulled him down. Who knows if that actually, you know? I mean, it's still okay. It wouldn't have. It probably was just going to over time. They sure. would have been like they weren't down or anything, but still, it could have been a totally different game. Hundred percent. And missing the front end, of yeah, that free throw. You're like, uh oh, <laughs> like, come on, buddy, good luck. Got to make on, this buddy. other one. So, yeah, how about the pressure on that one? Oh, I mean, it's such an easy, technically easy shot, yeah. right? It's kind of like those golfers who just have like a little four footer, and yeah. like Sky Scheffler did the same thing. Yeah, this weekend he missed a little four footer putt, and when you're looking at it, like, they had match play that? this weekend, right? Was yeah, they had the match yeah. play. And, 
but just, I mean, that just shows, you know, how tough these games really are. Yeah. Right. Like everybody, <laughs> it's so easy to be an armchair quarterback it, or golfer. Or whatever that, like, is. I mean, how many times have we played washers or something and like comes down to you and like prison rules, you gotta, you gotta land it on top of the board. Yep. You got one ring left. You got to hit the top and actually not even get a point, get it off. And that's like low stakes. That's like yeah. a few beers deep. Let's let's throw these and, and see what happens. And I mean, 50-50, maybe. Maybe. And it's, <laughs> and it's literally, it's not moving. Yeah, it's it's not just moving. sits right there. There's nobody behind you waving their hands. Oh, it's maybe, but for the most part, right? Yeah, maybe some yelling and stuff, so yeah. Level of difficulty is a lot lower <laughs> than what these guys are facing out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it's amazing. It's great. I mean, it's so good for the city, right? Yeah. We don't really have any real professional professional sports other than baseball yeah. and then so to get a college team like that stepping up and to do something it's just in the in the midst of baseball kind of going to right yeah. like it's really bringing the city all together for what it is and it is it's fun it is I, I definitely once they beat alabama is definitely top you know top five uh kind of san diego sports moments for in my book yeah as far as like big wins and that kind of stuff I mean, going to San Diego State, you know, we've basketball has been good for a while. They haven't made it to the Elite Eight ever. And then winning that game against the top seed in the whole tournament was just just awesome. It was just like, wow, dude. And just watching their defense, it's so, you know, like they've always, like that's their whole game is defense. defense. And that's what they've been at the last however many years that's just kind of how the San Diego State has run. Even when Fisher was there, yep. defense, 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 still you got to put up some points. And when they were flat in the Creighton game, they were like, I don't even know, shooting like 20% or something like that. And I was, I was telling my pops, I was like, either way, if a team's either shooting like super hot or super cold, you can't continue that the whole game. That's like unsustainable either way. And then they end up shooting probably like, you know, 35% got yeah. enough Get to, back. to win the game. Yeah. Um, so super fun. We got final four coming up Saturday at, I think it's 310. Somewhere. Let's call it three o'clock. Okay. On um against Florida Atlantic. Man, those guys are just shooting lights out, those yeah. guys over there, huh? I seen them play must have, it was probably in the first round. It wasn't the first game. Maybe it was the second game. I don't even know who they played, but they took out somebody good. And uh, they, that was kind of the only side game because I only have CBS at my house. I don't have the okay. um TBS or anything. Oh, yeah. you want to kiss? Hi. <laughs> He's talking to Willow, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Willow. That's a little shih tzu over here at the house. <laughs> Willow's hanging out. Who just won't get off of Chris's lap. Yeah, because I started petting her. She's like, oh, dude, I'm coming back. And I've got Watson um, over here kind of doing the same thing. So multitasking. Watson, Watson started it. He was he was cruised up. He's like, dude, well, let's hang out with these guys. Let's be on the podcast. Um, I heard beers beers are pretty good on this podcast, huh? Yeah. We got some beers coming in here pretty soon. Awesome. Um, the Yeah, well, let's just crack them. What do you want? Show me what you got in that little Coach Chris cooler. We got, I'm going to get, I'm going to say my beer of the week real quick before we continue on San Diego State because it happened during the San Diego State game and mostly because it was kind of just the vibe. It was weekend vibes from Coronado. Yeah, that's a great one. Always a solid beer. It's been beer of the week before, but so we have a New Zealand IPA or a a hazy IPA. So Rewaka Roots, that kind of sounds like you. I think I'm going to give you the Rewaka Roots. Okay. Stick to your roots. At Stick to your roots on Instagram. Rewaka Roots. Yeah, it's good stuff. like that. Um, but yeah, my beer of the week was just weekend vibes. My pops had it in his fridge. It's just like solid, good, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah, you can't really go wrong with that. So a little Coronado brewing. Um, you had the, you're saying your, yours is the one we, we just had. 
Yeah, I've actually, so I actually kind of want to throw, this one has been my weekend one for sure, but mm-hmm. I also want to give a little shout out to another one. But right now it's the, the Abnormal, mm-hmm. the Boss Pour. I just kind of got introduced to it um, at the golf course I work at. And the lady who was working down at the little the little shack was saying it was one of her favorite ones. Yeah. She pa- passes out. And, you know, to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know much about it. Um, and I heard they had it at a lot of it at Trader Joe's everywhere. Yeah. But we got a great little local liquor stop just right over here in San Marcos, um, over kind of, kind of where the Arby's is. Okay. Been there forever. Yeah. It's been there a long time. Forever. Yeah. Stop. I think it's called Stop Liquor. I think it's literally something. called no, Liquor Stop. Stop, sign. stop <laughs> Liquor. Um, and so I popped in there. They got really good whiskey selection and got a bottle of that and saw this there too. So I grabbed it and I'm definitely, I'm very impressed. Yeah. Very impressed. Abnormal always makes some good beer. This, uh, where are they at? They are, I've, we've know? looked it up on the podcast before. I know. Maybe I, like Penasquitas or Rancho Bernardo Yeah, area? it could be in that that uh, Mira Mesa kind of area. Yep. Abnormal Brewery. Let's see. San Diego, California. We, we know that. San Diego. Oh, yeah, yeah. First only brewery, winery, and restaurant. So I think it's in uh, Rancho Bernardo. Okay. I think that's where it is. Because we did that. We brought it up before. And they have... Uh, kind of all that in the same little spot we're located in north county san diego in rancho bernardo they don't have the address up here but just go to abnormalbeer.co oh there we go 16990 via to zone in 92127 so okay rb nice little yeah they have some good stuff for sure and their their branding's cool it's just simple i love it just clean yep uh and i like also that's why it made the beer of the week when i had it because it's just a san diego ipa like not west coast not not hazy, just San Diego style IPA. It says, do you feel like a boss? You will when you crack open our flagship San Diego IPA boss pour a soft bitterness from the nugget and cascade hops. Make this classic I make this a classic IPA. The addition of aromatic mosaic and citrus hops lend grapefruit and tropical citrus notes and a few other malts and stuff. So step on up and be a boss. You deserve it. Boss responsibly. So it was a good little, it's good little IPA. starter. Yeah. Um, and then I got to give a shout out to um, Harlan Brewery. Mm-hmm. They're they're really up and coming with some really good stuff. Um, and I have a friend that works over there. So a little shout out to Wit Morgan over there. She's a GM. Nice. Um, but she had dropped off a little, little selective grab bag for me. And they had a stout, an oatmeal stout. Uh, and it's called Big Chick Energy. And so I'm sure some of you guys have heard the song. <laughs> of recent yeah um don't gotta go into much more detail there <laughs> but it's basically brewed by all the ladies over at harlan brewery um oatmeal stout sits at like a five percent maybe a five and a half so nothing too much there on that side but um actually left in the freezer for just a little too long yeah. trying to cold one up real fast on when i got home from work and uh threw it in a glass and it came out just a little icy like a little slushy yeah. and it was Top notch. That's the way you got to drink it. Then. I think like, that, that, that's, if, that's the, the if secret. If you could perfect, <laughs> get the perfect little ice chunk in there every time with that oatmeal stout and just kind of a little after dinner, a yeah. little milkshake style. What's the ballpark time is in the freezer? That's a good question. I would say it was probably there, probably about, had wifey put it in, probably about 15 minutes out from work and probably grabbed it about another 30 minutes after that. All right, all right. There's your time, so guys. I'd say give, it. It, give it about 45 minutes in the freezer um, and throw it in a small little glass. It was perfect. <laughs> It was yeah. good. So Big Chick Energy. Big Chick Harlem Energy. Brewery. There you go. It's a new brew. It just popped. Yeah. Have you been to the spot down in uh, One Paseo, like the taste room? So I haven't been on that side, um, but I have done the one over off of Morena. Okay. There's, they have a smaller one over there um, in San Diego mm-hmm. over off the five. And so I've been to that location. Yeah. Only. Uh, but really, really cozy little spot. They yeah. got like a little back area. Um, 
you know, a bunch of foliage in the bunch backside of, of foliage. and whatnot. So, um, but everything I've had over the Japanese lager. Yeah. Is really the, good. The, the really lager crisp. is good. It's like sweet. It's like a little, little, little crisp sweetness yeah, to it. Yeah. Blossom. Yeah. It's that Japanese cherry blossom. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's far, yeah. Like I would say between me and Cassie, probably 70% of the beers that make beer of the week are IPAs. Mm-hmm. And then we branch out and sometimes like lagers are going to make it. There you go. I had the stout the other a few weeks ago. Just yeah, we're we're really getting out there here on North County now. <laughs> just <laughs> branching out. Yeah, good for you boys. Yeah, except uh, yeah, mine again was one that we've had in the past a uh, uh, IPA. But actually, uh, Scotty, shout out to Scotty. He sent me a picture this week. He said, uh, "Happy belated, by the way." Yeah, yeah. It was I think it was yeah it was his birthday day. So uh, he sent me a picture of Rawaka Roots, a little virgin beer. He said beer of the week north county now so it was actually his beer of the week this week was a little rawaka roots i mean they're doing a great job too man right those san marcos alumni as well no mm-hmm. lacasa canyon alumni lcc i think san marcos raised in, yeah sam, sam, lived in san marcos. Yeah. i played softball yeah. with them back yeah. in the day exactly like right out of high school yeah but uh yeah they're, they're crushing it yeah yeah definitely went over to the to the lcc crew once that opened up what is that flavor on the back end of that? I don't even know. I don't know. It's, it's good, though. Yeah, it's um, got a little, a little kick to it. Before we get into Padres, okay. finish up March Madness brackets, okay? because they're finished. Did you, have you, did you get any this year? I did one. I yeah. got called up uh, like morning of. I, got, yeah. I think the night before and filled it out morning of. And I mean, just like I'm sure a majority of the planet, it was busted mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the Arizona game right away. Yeah. And then there was a few more in there sprinkled in that just yeah. kind of, you know, shot me, shot me down yep. pretty quick. Yep. Um, which is great. It's great for, it's awesome. It's fun. It's, it's like ours. I think it, I think there was maybe four players even left by Sunday. Okay. There was nothing, but Shelly Erickson is the big winner. <laughs> <Her show. laughs> With Shell dog. 67 points total. I mean, that's like the low. That's like, I've never said that's, that's usually like the second weekend. Everybody's got 67 points, but uh, she crushed it. She, she had, I mean, everybody lost. She had Tennessee as the, the going as the champs. Yeah. Second place, Curtis Walls, our Canadian teammate. He had a, he had Duke, and then my pops had Gonzaga. Then Julie got fourth. So uh, everybody else, not, not so good. But it's done already, so we could already call it. So, Shell Dog, you're gonna get a nice little gift. She actually won our uh, our Super Bowl squares too. Man, she's been crushing she the, the North County. I did County see that now. on there. Yeah. I snuck in for a couple squares. And, yeah, um, I yeah. did see Shell Dog took that yeah, one down she's too. Crushing it. In I the mean, North does, anybody, now does game. anybody deserve it more? <laughs> no, she, I really don't think so. Yeah. So coming your way, and everybody else. I was I was hoping to bring you one too, but. They don't come in till Friday, so I'll I'll shoot you one. But we got nice sixteen ounce koozies coming everybody's way. So Sweet. yeah, yeah, a nice little white North County Now logo. They're pretty sick. I was hoping they were going to get delivered today, but looks like it's coming Friday. So let's talk Padres. Yeah. How we doing, man? What's I, going on with these guys? It's awesome. It seems- I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how you could be how you couldn't be excited mm-hmm. about what's going on. I mean, just the unexpected signings of what we did this year is it's, it's just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's wild. Does money grow on trees? <laughs> it must. <laughs> it doesn't grow on avocado trees. I'll tell you that right now. But I don't know where it's coming from. But Sandler's got some friends with some deep pockets. Yeah. Because uh man, 
the Bogarts thing just absolutely from from left field short from shortstop (laughs) came in. And I mean, that was just such a a lift in spirits as a fan to see somebody of that caliber that you kind of watch over there and that, you know, that AOS and you Mm -hmm. see divisions that go on and you hear names consistently on ESPN because they're so biased over there. And And a sick name like that too. I mean, that's a cool name. (laughs) I mean, X is going to give it to you, right? Like, I mean, we've ever said we haven't had an X since Nady. Yeah. So, but it's, it's just so great to see what we're doing for the city, what it, how much, you know, pride yeah. and whatnot that you're getting. It's, it's super fun. Like the last time we kind of had the, these kind of excitement was when the chargers were going to the playoffs and it was like yeah. a whole city like lit up and, you know, it's kind of a, uh, I'm going to say it's a blessing, but it's, it's also like going to games. It's like, oh, we used to go to like a midweek game and it'd be like kind of chill, you know, like Sit cruise around. Yeah. Now it's going to be packed. So Slant. that's the only downside. You can't really complain. No, uh, but, but it's going to be, it, it's, it's going to be fun. It's, I mean, it's really, it's great. It's great. And luckily, you know, at my place of work, I get to talk to a lot of old Padre guys mm-hmm. and kind of shoot it with them a little bit. And, uh, you know, they're just as excited. Yeah. You know, some of the guys from the 98 team and the early 2000 teams and whatnot, and they're just as excited to be down there and what we're doing and all that. So um, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm going to be down there tomorrow night. Or nice. tomorrow, I was going to say, I, I you... say tomorrow night because I feel like it's going to get postponed. Yeah. Or delayed. Move, move I guess to like the afternoon guess delayed, or delayed is yeah. the proper term for that. I don't think we're going to get the one o'clock start. I yeah. think we're going to get probably closer to like four, four o'clock or so. Um, Hopefully get and get the game in, and you know they got to get open day in. I mean, it's, it's it, like even today it was raining for like you know half the day, but now it's gorgeous. Like, I mean, if they'll figure it out. It's basically just going to be a big tailgate, yeah, until the game starts down there. That downtown's going to be packed, yeah. rain or shine. Yeah. Every bar, every every nook and cranny is going to be slamming. Down what's, there. Your, what's your what's uh, your what's your kind of like uh, regimen going down there? What do you what do you guys do? You, you still got season tickets? Season tickets? Yeah, nice. we got the half half games, so we go Wednesday, Fridays. Awesome. Wednesday, Fridays, and uh, Sunday days. With baseball season, you know, it's a little tricky for the Wednesday, Fridays. Yeah. Um, Friday nights, we might drive down there just because we park, a little sneaky parking spot um, back across the bridge over there off of Harbor. Yeah. Can't so, tell you guys too much about no, that. But, but. <laughs> kind of back in that way a little bit. Um, but it's easy in and out. Yeah. You know, I'm not a big downtown Friday night person too yeah. much anymore. Yeah, it so. gets kind of packed it, it just without a game. Yeah. So, you know, Friday nights, we'll, do, we'll drive usually yeah. for those ones and just kind of get in and out. Either wifey and I will you know, flip a coin and see which one of us wants to enjoy a beverage or two and which one of us wants to drive. And then Sundays, we usually take the coaster on down, try mm-hmm. to jump on like the 930 coaster. That's a good way to do um, it. Yeah. You know, it's usually it kind of depends on how the day plays. One of us will drive to the, to the, to the coaster. If we end up having to Uber home, then, you know, we'll go pick up the car the next day or whatnot. Encinia Station or, or Carlsbad? Sometimes Poinsettia. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we'll do the little Poinsettia stop over there only to try to get ahead of the Encinitas crowd. Yeah. Because I feel like Poinsettia, it does, yeah, it does, uh, it's a little bit more quiet. Yeah. You know, yeah. you only got the Oceanside stop. Then you got Poinsettia. Yeah, it starts getting a little more packed. You kind of get that that seat on the beach side. Yeah. You know, kind of look at the ocean a little bit. Get a nice view going down there. Um, then buzz on down and... You know, usually tradition wise, gets me gets me one at the Top Gun bar. Yeah, um, at uh, Kansas City Barbecue. Yeah, you guys stop by there. It's I mean, it's right there by the stop. Oh so yeah, yeah, it does. Usually st- stop by there for one. We'll jump on a bird, little scooter. <laughs> I like buzz it. On down. I like um, this. I like this plan. I might yeah. have to take it. Yeah, jump on a bird scooter. Then you just take that little you know one hundred one down a little bit further and grab some food. Yeah, kind of hang out a little bit. Do you, do you guys explore the stadium food wise or you just kind of chill, get your seats, get some beers? We do. We do. Actually, we found 
a new little spot, not new spot, I guess, but up by the Western Metal Supply building, mm-hmm. um, just before the entrance there is kind of the seats that kind of go along the actual, like they have seats that are outside and you could kind of sit at a tabletop for open for like whoever. over, uh, like so on the left overlooking field, left field. Yeah. Left field side. Can't remember what, what club it is now. And chances are it changed names. Yeah. Um, they change names to sponsorships every year, but they sell sushi up there as well. Nice. Um, but if you got a park in the park ticket, if you get in there an hour and a half early, you could kind of get a four top yeah. and kind of hang out up there. So we'll go up there early for that. Uh, we're big fans of the grand old barbecue. Um, I, I just read that the San Diegoville had something like uh, your ultimate guide to San Diego Petco uh, or to Petco Park. And yeah, Grand Old Barbecue made it in there a few times. Grand Old Barbecue, you know, they got the Baracho fries, just big old fries with some uh, barbecue on there. Some, I think they got an option between the pulled pork or the brisket or something. I mean, dude, let's get that right now. <laughs> I, I could eat. I could, I'm, at this age, I've been able to eat a lot quite often. Um, and then, you know, I, I don't mind. I find the burger. Mm. What is it down there? The one that they the got? The Hodads. Yeah. I find the Hodads is better the earlier you get it in the game. Yeah. If you get in the game ballpark early and you're hungry, that's good. good I think spot. the Hodads is the jam. Yeah. As it gets a little busier, maybe a little bit quick on the food. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not quite the yeah, same. Just quality. Trying to get it out, like let's <clears throat> um, feed these folk. So that's that. And then if not, then we're always cruising over to Seaside. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Seaside's like... Seaside. You can go in there and just eat from the little deli, like the little yeah. deli section too, and get a little box of whatever you want in there. Yeah. Never a line. Yeah. You got all your beers in the cooler. Yeah. All your snacks. That's a, that's a little Petco secret right gummy there. gummy worms. <laughs> you can get whatever you want. Kettle corn. Go to a little shop, shop yeah. slash at Seaside's. Probably the same price as the actual Seaside, yeah. which is always if you're trying to go, but... If you're trying to go healthy, they got some Brussels sprouts <laughs> for you or whatever you yeah. want to do. Yeah. You're going, going healthy at the baseball game. Yeah. All, yeah. The beer selection is always solid. Uh, the, that's why I'm, I'm trying to rethink my, my, it's a, I think last year we only went to one game, but my beer selection was, I, I was good at the time, but not good later on. It was, um, I ended up going like, um, uh, ballast point. They had a watermelon Dorado, which is like real hefty. If you're starting to get, if you want to get hot quick. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like a double IPA. It's super. Yeah. I don't even know what the, uh, the ABV is on that, but it's pretty strong. And, um, I think I'm gonna go back to my roots and go like maybe a model, like a tall sure. boy, like, you know, just kind of keep it simple. You're out there in the sun all day. If it's like a day, most of the ones I go to are day yeah. games. So like, that's the way what's your go-to beer down there. I'll do that. I'll do like the Modelo or I'll do the Estrella Jalisco. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of the full Michelada, mm. but I will like tahini the rim a little bit up yeah. for myself. Yeah. I'm good with the tahini rim, tahini but it. not, no, no, Michelada. We talked about that last week. I was like, I'm out. I didn't, I didn't like tomato juice as a kid. <laughs> I no, I don't like it as an adult. <laughs> no, no, no. Corey is a, he's a Michelada fan. He has is like he? a, He's got a supplier in like Long Beach and he gets like a special bottle. It's like, it's like a mango michelada. You mix it with whatever, you know, your Coronas or whatever you got. And I forget the exact mix, but whatever it is, you know, half and half or whatever. And I tried one. I was like, no, dude, I'm, Sam's out, on, a fan. I'm out on that. Sam's a fan of the micheladas. Yeah. Yeah. She, I, I, and she, I mean, if we have a rough Saturday, what, long what, Saturday, she'll go into a michelada early on a Sunday. So no michelada. What about a Bloody Mary? No. No, no. Okay, I'm I'm okay with the Bloody Mary, but only like, I guess only in Vegas, really. Like that's like my, <laughs> that's like my Bloody Mary go to. There's been times where I try to blend in in like a casino with like a Bloody Mary with everybody else, and, and I like, just set it aside. No, no. <laughs> every time I try to get into it <laughs> early, it. try to act like I like it, and then I just eat the celery and I stop. <laughs> like this isn't this isn't me. Yeah, that's not my game. Yeah, 
No, but yeah, definitely the uh, what's the, the on the top? The what do you call it? Tahin. The, yeah, tahin. Yeah, tahin, tahin rim. Yeah, tahin yeah, rim yeah. on it. Water sure. is good. Yeah, I'll take tahin on yeah. whatever. So tahin, nice little. Maybe maybe you get Australia with a with a little tahin. Maybe sure. you get a cup with it on the side. Yeah, that's the way to go. That's so, a jam too. Yeah, yeah. How so? Season tickets. You got half season. Is it expense wise? I don't need exact numbers. How expensive is it? It's getting up there. Is it? You know, I mean, I got. Has it got more oh, yeah. since? They've been I was well, bef- spending I was some cash. Be- yeah, I was before Machado Day. Yeah. So and before all that. So I think I bought in 14, mm-hmm. um, 2014. And so I've been seeing the player tax yeah. as it goes on. Um, and then it's it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It, it's worth it. It's a lot of games. So the best way to go about it is prioritize. Like if you could really be proactive on the games that you're not going to make, yeah. um, get them out to your friends um, for just face value. You know, I think my tickets go for 30, they go in a tier system. So, you know, a Saturday night or Friday night against the Dodgers is going to be more Maybe expensive a more. than a Wednesday against yeah. whoever, right? The Giants or the Rockies or whatnot. So, but I think low, they go for 35 a game. Per ticket, and then high. I think for those prime games, they go for fifty-five a ticket. So it's still not out of this world. That's not bad. Um, but you're talking eighty games, yeah, right, for two tickets. So what kind of perks do you get? Because I've seen you guys on the field. I've seen you guys, like, yeah, kind of cruising around. Yeah, they get you in there pretty good. So you got the perks for, um, you know, a couple meet the player things. Yeah, you get the opportunity to go do like a batting practice on the field with the guys. Um, you get a swing in the bat. I, I you don't want to see that. I'm a lot better hitting coach <laughs> than I am. <laughs> I've, I love hitting coaching, mm-hmm. um, but I don't. I don't even play softball anymore. I don't know. I don't know what this thing looks like. <laughs> um, so you got that. They do a couple movie nights yeah. down there where you could go sit out in center field and watch it on the jumbotron, which that is pretty cool. Worth it, right there. That's awesome. So that's fun. Um, you get pre-sale at tickets. You get a discount in the shops. Ten um, percent off booze and food. Nice when you're there. So just show my little member card and get a yeah. little discount there. So there's a couple little perks yeah. here and there, but definitely you know the soto soto tax. Yeah. Went up. The Tatis tax went up. (laughs) I'm sure the Machado tax will hit me next year. Um, They're all, they're all going up. What uh, the? Well, there's a. a, I I got a little article about uh, Otani coming up here pretty soon. But Petco was named the the best according to USA Today, the best stadium in all the land. I think they had it last year too. Mm -hmm. So just saying, yeah. I I mean, it's sick. Obviously, you've been there. I've been there. Anybody listening's probably been there. It's just, I mean, it's awesome it's it's except when you get to that little thing where you have to go up and it doesn't you know, like trying to find your way i mean you probably know your way around but like there's like that corridor where you're on ground level and you've got to get up to the next level and you're like trying to figure out how to get there and you have to just kind of keep turning around that that spin there's In no right like fields. direct way to <laughs> yeah. go there like that's the, that's the only downfall of the whole stadium yeah over there in right field is that where it is yeah, yeah right field to get you a little bit yeah yep i uh I mean, Dick, my favorite is when they move the, time, the times to the uh, 645 starts or 640 starts. Yeah. And no longer the 705. Yeah. Because you get just enough of that daylight yeah. to kind of take you into the nighttime and you kind of got the beautiful sunset dropping on the... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... It is beautiful. There's something about it that uh, it's special. Yeah. I mean, ballparks are special in general. Yeah. Depends on kind of what you want to see at a park. Yeah. You go to, you know... Going to some of those old places like Wrigley. Wrigley was number three on the list. When you walk yeah. in, the cool thing about Wrigley that I expect, I've only been there once, went there a couple of years ago, but you can't see the field from when you're getting drinks and stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of a perk of 
Petco, right? Mm-hmm. That is it's definitely a modern day per- perk in the in the set. But kind of when you go up those steps to get to your seats, yeah. and then all of a sudden the park is there and the game's going on. Yeah. It's just like this, like just this really cool moment of you've arrived. Yeah. Which is just They're Wrigley, my friends. It's a fun, it's a really cool, cool feeling. And you can kind of get that whole baseball. I think that's why it's called a park. Yeah. Because you kind of get up to that aspect of climbing the stairs. And then all of a sudden you get there and there's a park and there's guys playing baseball at a park. I'm like, oh, and this is cool. <laughs> it's not just a stadium until yeah. you sit down, then you feel like you're kind of in a stadium. But, um, do they have like the old school seats there too? Oh, like, yeah. Everything's yeah. facing straight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your neck and your back are tweaked out a little bit. And you're trying your best to kind of awkwardly touch knees with the person next to you to make it so you can see the field. There might be a pillared in the way. Do they sell at at, at, uh, at Petco? Do they have beers like uh, Bender or like Hawkers? Like, yep. They do. Yeah, okay, they do. So I, I, for some reason, I thought they didn't for a while because of my uh, Corey and all. They all they all went to Wrigley at one point, and they were real excited about the Buddy Bud Light guy, mm-hmm. like you know, Buddy Bud Light, you know, like throwing out. You know, he yep. had he had him to go, but um, you went to this year, or I guess it was last year now, the Dodger game at. Uh, they had a funny name for it, but. Uh, <laughs> Chavez Ravine, but anyways, <clears throat> yeah, that was that was my, <laughs> how was that experience? That was rad. Um, I had so my my parent. I was actually born in Los Angeles, unfortunately, but um, I remember. How long were you up there? I mean, I didn't. How much, how I, much, let's put it this way: I didn't move myself to San Diego. How much dust do you have on? Yeah. Um, like f- it was about four years of dust. Okay, a little bit. You know, just enough of tears. All right, all right. Um, but luckily, you know, the parents parents brought us down here for the yeah. avocado grove and whatnot. But um. I, w- I, I got some flashbacks yeah. of when my parents used to take me. Really? And kind of like sick. looked over to the bullpen and remember, you know, my parents and me like yelling down to the bullpen guys and them tossing the ball up and whatnot. Yeah. But that's so cool. Um, as much as, you know, you hear all this, all the negatives, obviously, yeah. about it, but the stadium wise was, had that kind of old feel to it, mm-hmm. right? It was really cool. From what I understand is back in the day, um, you, if you had tickets in the outfield, you couldn't get to the tickets in the infield. Oh, it was just blocked off. So it was blocked off. Yeah. So it was kind of like, okay, these guys are going to stay here. And then all the rowdies are going to be out in the outfield <laughs> and they'd kind of keep you out in that little area. Um, kind of like a prison yard. And then, <clears throat> but now they've opened it all up. So you come in, we entered through center field, mm-hmm. big old Jackie Robinson statue, just awesome. And you kind of go through and then they have all the placards of, all the old players and Scully and they kind of have like every like little tributes had a DJ kind of playing in this grass area. And so you go out and what I thought was really, really cool is all the way down the line in right field and all the way down the right line in left field, they had two big circle, well, I guess square bars and they had TVs up and people were sitting all around and you kind of file in, but they were outdoor bars. Yeah. And if you were smart enough and you got there early enough, You'd be like, you could catch a seat <clears throat> right on the corner and look over your shoulder straight through the bullpen and see the game going on. Not in, in the stadium. In the stadium. Okay, in there. Yeah, like, so you're in the stadium. You just happen to be in right field. Yeah. Some of the stands are in the way a little bit, but you could catch a view. And meanwhile, they're watching the, the Kings hockey game on TV, <laughs> but they're outside and they're just kind of like the perfect little seat in the house. And I thought that was a really cool little setup that they had over there. That's kind of, have you ever been to the, it used to be stone and then it used to be a tiki bar. Uh, so stone was on the bottom kind of right next to park in the park, not in the stadium. You would, you couldn't yeah. go in there and then you have that. Is like, it not a tiki uh, bar anymore? It might be a tiki bar still. I haven't been there in a while. Yeah. 
And then, but you can see like into the stadium from yep. there too. Yeah. So like that, but imagine, so that kind of concept, open bar right down the baseline. Yeah. And crews out there and I mean, really cool setup. And to be honest, everybody was really respectful. And I think, you know, part of it was playoff vibe. Mm-hmm. Everybody's really there to watch baseball. Yeah. Um, but really respectful. You know, there wasn't, there was some really quality, good smack talking back and forth. Um, I feel like the ladies maybe were a little more aggressive than most of the men, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Um, for the Dodgers or the Padres? The Dodgers. <laughs> Dodgers. Uh, but overall, I had a great time. And, yeah. You know, unfortunately, that was the one game we lost. But to go up there and represent our city up in yeah. LA with pride. Yeah. And people knowing that they were a little nervous to face us. Yeah. They weren't nervous to face uh, Clevenger, but they were nervous to face the Padres in general. And so that was a lot of fun. But that stadium, what they did with the sound system too, it's like a house party coming out of center field. Yeah. Just huge speakers. And that's the only speaker. So the only speakers are just coming from center field and they're just bumping. So if you're right there, you're like through the whole ravine. Just like Qualcomm, man. That's like you were next to the speakers. You're like, it was a house party. It was a baseball house party. (laughs) Oh, that was a fun, fun, fun series. Like obviously the the win added quite a bit to that, but oh yeah. Um yeah, that was just that was just a lot of energy, a lot of fun. The you mentioned the DJ too. I was trying to look up for in Pekka. They they are having like a, I think like a house band or something. It's okay. like it's like out in uh, what do they call it Gallagher Square? Yep. Yeah. Saw Wu Tang out there. This yeah. Year. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Such a fun show. Yeah, they have. That. I mean, it's a great venue for <clears throat> all kinds of shows. I think didn't T Swift, our girl T Swift, play there a few years ago? Was she? Is she yeah. only doing Gallagher Square? She's, she's, no, she's, I think she's no she longer doing. Peco. I think she did the whole stadium. She can't but. Do the stadium anymore? <laughs> she didn't just. <laughs> I think she started at Gallagher and then came. She hasn't broke stadium. up with the guy lately, so she doesn't have any new. new <laughs> just doing an acoustic set out there. <laughs> but what was it? It was uh, I'm trying to look here. Now they're having many giveaway promotions, theme games, five player bobblehead given away throughout the season. There's also frequent events like party in the park, kids fest, military appreciation, military appreciation Sundays, first responder salutes this year. Oh, there we go. A new house band will also perform a variety of music genres on the Sequan stage in Gallagher Square before Saturday home games. So oh, nice. I know that those party in the parks, I think, are every Friday. Yeah. Home game. Love it, Which man. is a another reason why I don't go Friday nights anymore. Yeah, yeah, you're like I'm good. So you got you got Monday, Friday, Sunday, Wednesday, other, uh, but or when, Wednesday, Friday. But so Monday isn't a big baseball day in general. Yeah. Um, but when Monday games do come, then we have Monday. Do you week. like the new schedule? How they're doing? Like every they're playing every every other team in the whole league. I think it's cool. Yeah, I do. I think like mix it up a little so, bit. So yeah, West division. That's games something more, that I, you know I actually just kind of. With all the rule changes in baseball, mm-hmm. that's one that I kind of skipped on. I didn't really pick that up. That Bigger plates, that. pitch counts. Uh, I uh, mean, even the instant replay. I mean, that's a few years back, but but all I mean, all of it is just it's really changing the game for. I mean, we'll see yeah. whichever direction. I think some of it's really good. Some yeah. of it's kind of here and there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think it's great. You know, I think we only see what everybody in our division for. Thir- 14 games? Yeah, 13, 13 14, 15, I think. So, maybe yeah. 15 games the most or yeah. something like that. It's four, only three series instead of the That's six, right. yeah. which, I mean, I, you, you get tired of seeing Arizona. It's that many times, right? Like, that's one team. That's probably with most leagues, too. Like, most divisions, too. They're like, okay, you got the top of the league, and then, like, those are competitive. And then everybody's like, all right, we're, we're tired of, of whoever these yeah. guys are, you know. Like, Ours is Arizona. Like, yeah. Even wifey doesn't even. She, yeah. Sometimes she's like, I don't want to go to Arizona. Yeah. I'm like, but it's. I mean, it's third. I don't want to. Do it. I'm like, you're, <laughs> you're you're spoiled now. You are officially. I, I'm out. You're officially a spoiled Padres fan. Wait, who's starting? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. For sure. 
She's like, oh, we still have Grisham. I go, babe, he's, he's the best guy in the, all preseason right now in the Cactus League. He's leading the team in home runs. She's like, I don't like that guy. <laughs> I, I'm out. <laughs> oh, this guy. Uh, so here's a, here's a little. Um, <laughs> it's from Fan Nation, SI.com. Insider picks Padres as top landing spot for Shohei Otani if he's traded midseason. And then it shows the lineup that we'd have, which is insane. God. So he's on the trade block or not necessarily on the trading block, but potentially going to be traded at some point this season. And they're saying um, Padres just because they have endless pockets right well, now. So yeah. here's the, the this is from uh, the game day MLB with the reports that Padres are all in on Otani next off season, but even maybe mid season here. Uh, here's what their lineup could look like with, with him in it. So leading off in right field, you have Fernando Tatis, uh, left field, hit number two, Juan Soto, <laughs> Manny Machado, third base at number three, Otani DHN at number four, you have Bogertz, shortstop at number five, Jake Cronenworth, first base, number six, oh, Song Kim at second base, number seven, Austin Nola and Trent Grisham coming in eight and nine. So how would that go? Be a I mean, six. that's. I mean, that that top of that line is pretty intense. That's right a world there. baseball classic team. <laughs> yeah, of like, if you're taking somebody from each like, nation, well, we got you, 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 you. Yeah. I just don't. And this is again. I didn't think we we're gonna get Bogarts, right? I just mm-hmm. don't know where this money is coming from. I don't yeah. know how we do Soto, Tatis, and Otani. Yeah, I don't know. One of those guys. Um, one of those guys. I just have. One of those two. They, I don't know how they're going to be in the mix with that. Mm-hmm. Again, I I am for as big of a baseball guy as I am. When it comes down to that side of the game, yeah, I don't understand it as much because it's unfathomable to me the amount of money that they talk. Yeah, they were. I, uh, we, then, we brought it up a few times. That, yeah, they're like top three, just um, uh, rosters. Yeah, it's money, money uh, wise, salary. No, yeah, like, I mean, salary. Yeah, it's it's. It's insane. A, to go from where we were three years ago when we had guys like DeNorfia, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, and like, Chris DeNorfia knocking it out of the park. I love DeNorf. <laughs> but at the same time, you look at some of the guys that we had and the amount of different players we've yeah. had in the past 10 years, yeah. 15 years, You, I couldn't name 20% of them. Yeah. There's so many of them. They're to where I watch old clips and I go, oh my God, I totally <laughs> forgot that guy was on our team for a while. <clears throat> and that guy's now bagging groceries at wherever, right? Like there's just a lot of those guys. And- um, I don't know, like I said, where that money is going to come from to have that big of a lineup. I mean, Otani, you're paying for two different players. Yeah, That guy is going to be the closest to a billion dollars contract. He has to get signed somewhere around $550 million. I mean, if he comes to San Diego, then they're they're just the, the top salary in all of baseball, right? They got to be. I mean, basically, so the only one thing I do understand is if you go over the salary tax, then you have to pay everybody else in the division or in the league a certain amount of money. Yeah, I don't understand all of that. You owe everybody money. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I guess at some point. (laughs) So you're still paying him, but we'll we'll pay you guys for this. We're going to pay for this ridiculous lineup and we're going to just pay off and make it act like nothing happened. Rockies, here you go, a couple bucks. Yeah. Um, So I I just don't see how we could keep all those names. Um, I'm so happy with the Machado extension. Um, He deserves it. Yeah. He's he's here. You know, he's at somewhere in there's top two, three player in major league baseball right now. Um Soto's maturity at such a young age and what he was able to do with the world I baseball. Didn't know. He was like twenty four, dude. He was like we were looking at it last year and I was like, Wow. He I mean he just looks bigger, he looks older, he looks it just like yeah, yeah, it's like 
I mean, that's what made it tough. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm team Tatis, but that's what made it tough with Tatis going through what he was going through is yeah. you see the maturity from Soto. Yeah. And then you see the immaturity from Tatis for a minute. Yeah. And, you know, where do you, where are you going to put your money? Yeah. As an investment, as a business person, as any of that, you know, what are you really going to go with there? Yeah. Luckily, you know, Tyler's able to have enough money to risk it a little bit, but I would have been 100% more on the Soto side yeah. um, than the Tatis side if we decided to do that. Uh, Tatis so, is coming back uh, April mid-April? 20th okay. is the date. All right. Um, so, you know, and like I said, I'm, I'm team Tatis. The energy that he brings to the stadium and everything is I mean, he unparalleled. was the player before all these other cats came in. Like, he was he was the top dog. And he took an ego hit, right? Like, yeah. To see us get to where we did yeah. without him. Yeah. That doesn't feel good. I mean, yeah. Remember last season? Like, oh, he went out. Okay, now what's going to happen? I mean, they went to first they've gone in 20 years. So that's it. It's, I mean, and that's the team aspect of it, right? Like that's mm-hmm. kind of that next man up situation. Luckily the next man up is Soto or Machado or yeah, you got, these you got guys that are, now. you know, are actual <laughs> names instead of just some schmuck off the bench. Yeah. So. The, uh, <laughs> paying players, I, I don't know how all this works, but this has popped up on my feet a few times, but, uh, it's not, not for San Diego, but yeah, it's a well-known player. Ken Griffey Jr. has not appeared in a major league baseball game since 2010 season with the Seattle Mariners, but he's still due a paycheck with the Cincinnati Reds this season. He joined the Reds in 2000 and spent 11 seasons with the Mariners, uh, after his initial foray into the pros. And, uh, when he was traded the White Sox with the Reds, he signed a nine year, 112.5 million dollar deal. And he would get deferred payments from 2009 to 2024. So Ken Griffey Jr. is still getting paid. So who knows how all these payments are well, working that's how, for, for everybody else? That's, like, that's the Bobby Bonilla contract. Yeah. You know about that? No, I don't. Oh, Bobby Bonilla is still, I think he's still getting paid. Is he? <laughs> from the Marlins, I think, or wherever. But he Where has he been getting up? like two mil yeah. consistently or whatever it is for 20 years. That's not a bad contract. I mean, I, I don't think I was. Even, Graduate high school and yeah. Bobby Bonilla's already retired <laughs> and he's still getting paid. Maybe by the Mets. Yeah. I think it's actually the Mets. Yeah. So that's the Bonilla contract. And I mean, why not? Yeah. Right. Like that's obviously investment wise, you know, you kind of want that money in the bank to grow interest. But yeah. at the same time, if you already have so much money in the bank and you could just get a free two mil yeah. every year to just do whatever you want. I'll sign. Let's do this. I mean, where do you, where do we do that at, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Sam sign, asked your, me. sign your North County <laughs> Now contract right now. <laughs> when, we, when we signed uh, Tatis for his contract, which was like, I think it was somewhere around, maybe I'm blind numbers, but it was somewhere around like three something, four something. Regardless of what it was, it was ridiculous. And Sam goes, so why didn't you continue playing baseball? I go, <laughs> I go, well, where do you want me to start? And how bad do you want me to lie? Because <laughs> I could, I mean, the list is very long, baby girl. <laughs> oh, anything else on Padres? I'm excited for the season. Obviously, you're excited. We're with I the am. number one uh, Padres fan right here in all San Diego. He's got a Tony Gwynn tattoo. Oh, I have a Tony Gwynn card. I have two Tony Gwynn cards for you, actually, and a what? random card. But we have, uh, this is not his rookie cards, but we got a few. Tony Gwynn cards for you. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's then awesome. a, uh, I think Look it's a, a Nolan Ryan card for you. So that's what I teach right there. <laughs> exactly what he's doing there. Um, you know, I think the, I think the fun thing to look out for here is, um, this opening series, right? Yeah. Against the Rockies, possible leadoff batter for the Rockies, Jerickson Profar. Mm-hmm. So, you Ex-pod. know, he's going over there, which I don't know if his, uh, agent didn't, much. I think he's making an extra like two hundred and fifty thousand guarantee. Going out there. Going yeah. over there. 
um, for a team that, you know, isn't doing much Yeah, <clears throat> with an option to make a little bit more money. I think if he gets over 400 at bats this year, then he gets a couple extra bucks. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but the fun part about that, the slip swap is that we got, um, doll who's playing right field for us. He yeah. was an all-star in 2019. I think I want to say he hit over 25 home runs in 2019. Um, so we basically trade him an outfielder for an outfielder. Yeah. And like, obviously, you know, Profar has a little bit of love in all of our hearts. He came out last year and I think he was a big piece to why we were able to succeed without Tatis. Yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll give him a stand ovation. And I think majority of Petco, when Profar gets there and a, he's going to get, a, he's going to get a stand yeah. ovation. Yeah. And as he should, they should. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm all for the respect level there. Um, uh, but I think that's an interesting little fun, fun point to point out yeah. is, um, we basically trade an outfielder for an outfielder with Profar. And I think Dahl is going to be the surprise player this year, yeah. um, minus Grisham. Yeah. But everybody knows Grisham a little bit more. Um, but I think Dahl's going to be. Is Dahl really... going left or center? Where's he, where's he headed? It he's going to right. as outfielder. <clears throat> I think he's going he's to be, uh, be left. Sorry. Uh, he's going to be right to start. Right. And then when okay. Tatis comes back, you know, we'll yeah. see, we'll yeah, see yeah. what happens there. Okay. Um, but he's going to be right to start. Soto's going to move over to the left. Okay. Grisham and center. Uh, so I think that's a fun like opening day. Yeah kind of talk opening series kind of talk is kind of see how that plays out and um, keep your eyes open for doll. I think he's going to be a fun guy to watch this season. And I really hope that he's able to kind of get into those old numbers in 19 and he was an all-star, you know, I hope he could show, show us kind of what he has there for not a big value on price. We got yeah. him for a really good number. And then you got veterans like Matt Carpenter, which, you know, if you're not a huge baseball fan and you're just looking at him, you're going to think of him as a great guy with a mustache. But other than that, I mean, he's another all-star who's been consistent for quite Say a Matt while. Say Matt Carpenter from the Cardinals? Is from that the Cardinals, where from? and then he went to the Yankees for a minute, too. Okay. Um, switch hit, I want to say switch hitting, first baseman, outfielder. going to be most, mostly first base for us when we need. Yeah. <clears throat> um, DH a little bit here and there. And then, uh, you know, we got that. And then <laughs> Nelson... Nelson, the cruise missile, <laughs> that guy is just going to hit bombs. He got a new little eye surgery, and uh, he fell off a little bit, but he was the manager, and he put himself into play for, I want to say, Dominican at the WBC. Nice. Is that where he, I think he's the Dominican guy, but he was technically the manager, and he, like, called his own, he called his own number for left field. Like, what a G. That is such, a, guys. That's such a move. Um, talk about big chick energy. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a big move. So... He's uh, you know, he's up there as a, a guy to come off the bench, yeah. which is awesome. Is he going to be DH in a little bit, or I think he's going to be mainly DH? Yeah, yeah. Okay. DH and in like a pitch hit appearance yeah. here and there late in the inning when yeah. we might need something big from him. Um, and then on a little bit of a more, you know, a more serious note, a little bit, a little bit of love and sending out some positive love for Matt Williams, our third base coach. Yeah. Um, just, oh yeah, I just saw that. Just got diagnosed with a uh, little colon cancer yeah. stuff. So, you know, that guy growing up as a nineties guy and you know, shout out to Cass as a, as, cause he's a big giant third baseman. Mm -hmm. He was one guy that you just never wanted to go against. Yeah. He was just such a mean SOB and, um, which I, I'm sure he's going to carry over into this cancer treatment stuff. And he's yeah. going to go ahead and, you know, take that out too, just like he always has. And, um, he used to bite his sleeve. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't. So his timing mechanism is he would, he would get his hands back and to make sure he was back into time, he would, <laughs> he would bite his shoulder a little bit with his mouth and kind of like bite his sleeve a little bit, which yeah. is just such an awkward little tick, but it worked for him. He's yeah, a great if it works, player. it works, right? Why not? Um, and so sending him the most love for this uh, cancer yeah. treatment for, you know, anybody, which is a majority of the world now who's had family or anybody in that or anybody close, you know, Padres family. And so 
giving him some positive vibes to get through that. He's going to start off with us at yeah. third base. And then once he starts his treatment stuff, you know, take a, take he gets a little, a little leave of absence yeah. to, to kick its butt. And then uh, hopefully we'll see him back, you know, this season. Yeah. So, but can't wait for the season, man. I just, I'm so pumped. Yeah. It'll be fun. So pumped. I'm excited. It'll be uh, the biggest, uh, I think, kind of start to a Padres as uh, like the biggest hype into, into a Padres season coming in for, for quite a while, which is a good thing. I think like get everybody in there. It's going to be fun getting down to games. If you guys get down there, like, Hit us up, hit Josh up, like come say hi. It's gonna be a fun, fun run for the Padres. Last year was kind of, I mean, it was it was awesome, but it was kind of not. I wouldn't say it's like hundred like expected. It was just kind of like they. It seemed like they went a little further than than expected. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um. So, anyways, now they have some expectations. Let's live up to it. I mean, let's go to San Diego. It'd be it'd be a Awesome season. Let's go to San Diego in all aspects coming up this week. We have opening week. We got March Madness, Final Four. Let's get into the final San Diego State. That would be sick. I mean, just all kinds of fun San Diego sports going on this weekend. So congrats, Mom. Your prize is coming. Congrats, Don't worry Shelly. about it. Shell Dog. Thanks for tuning in, my friends. Where can we find you, by the way, Yashua? Um, find me at Petco. Yeah, but, find um, him at Petco. <laughs> other than that. <laughs> Uh, any other shout outs anything anything we need to give some love to um you know shout out to you guys man way to represent north county to be honest with you you know it's great to it's one of those places where you move away from for a minute and then you get back up here and you realize how great it is it's awesome and it's it's a beautiful place and i ran into andy mack the other day um at the new mexican spot i don't even know the name of it It used to be the crazy borough then it was yeah what is it now uh it's a mexican it's like a really nice mexican spot okay um really like high-end good good food yeah Brandon Andy Mack, and he's a North County guy now. And, yep. Um, you know, you got San Diego so State many, alum, too. So, yeah, San Diego State guy. You got so many of the old school fam from down south that, yeah. you know, found its way up here, and we're lucky enough to to be up here. And Everybody's to be from San Marcos and be alumni and yeah. to see how much it's grown. So shout out to you and Cass, man. It's really cool to see what you guys have done for the city and kind of getting our word out there a little bit and spreading that North County love. Yeah, trying trying our best. That's so, cool. Um, other than that, you know, I'm on, on Instagram if you want to, you know, follow me and the wife and – See what these two dogs look like um, <laughs> at stick to your roots. S T I C K the number two U R O O T S. Yeah. We need some shirts made too um, for, for stick to your roots. That's that's We a, should get some stick uh, to your roots. That, that's the brand right there. Yeah. We should get that. Going. I try, I looked at the copyrights and somebody already kind of owns the clothing company, but we could start something else. Up. Yeah. Yeah. We could do, we, we could, could figure it out. Going. Yeah. Get something going. Maybe throw it in the podcast name. <laughs> um, but thanks for having me out, man. It's, it's yeah, just dude. great catching up with you, buddy. I miss you a lot. And it's been awesome. Yeah. It's good to catch up with you, man. Cheers. We'll catch you guys all next next week on episode 206 i think cassie will be back from costa rica so we'll get some monkey stories and i think he's seen some alligators and stuff down there (laughs) yeah is there alligators crocodiles i'm not sure the difference but we'll find out next week on episode 206 thanks for tuning in we'll catch you guys all next week you say adios adios (laughs) 